Hey guys, welcome to the Lightmaker Podcast, a carefully curated collection of interviews with spiritual entrepreneurs and heart-centered changemakers designed to help ignite your inner light and guide you in creating a life that lights you up. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and today I have the immense pleasure of having Gabrielle Bernstein, who has been named a Next Generation Thought Leader by Oprah Winfrey. She also appears regularly on The Dr. Oz Show and has been named a new role model by The New York Times. Gabby is also a New York Times best-selling author. She has four amazing books out, Miracles Now, May Cause Miracles, Spirit Junkie, and Add More Ink to Your Life. And Gabby is also the founder of HerFuture.com, a social networking site for women designed to inspire, empower, and connect. But I am so thrilled to have Gabby as the first guest on my podcast because Gabby was actually one of the first faces I saw when I woke up through watching her YouTube channel where I was divinely guided after my personal dark night of the soul to, you know, Google, <laughs> Google guided meditations and, and, and was led to Gabby and, and just opened up a world. So it's been beautiful to really, um, to get to talk with you and get to know you even more uh, over the years. But, um, I'm so happy to, to have you, <laughs> have you welcome so here. And I just have this image of you, like waking up from bed and like seeing my face. <laughs> Well, it was so fun. I feel a lot of, I feel like a lot of people, especially people that are probably watching this or listening to this because my audience, I feel like could totally relate to this where I had my dark night of the soul. I'm praying for some guidance. I don't know what to do. And, you know, and I remember I literally ended up passing out at like 5 a.m. after like, you know, the whole nine yards. And I woke up the next morning and there was something inside me that was like, I don't know, like Google meditation or, or something like this, you know. And because that, you know, what was what, you know, occurred to me. And I was looking through the videos and I was like, oh, this girl looks like someone I would hang out with. <laughs> And I feel like that was, you know, that was really the blessing um, of being able to to watch you and connect with you as someone that wasn't necessarily some, I don't know, sometimes what we might assume a quote-unquote spiritual teacher, you know, was, at least at that time in my, in my life, you know. Um, and then reading Spirit Junkie, I remember at that time, just reading Spirit Junkie and, like, thinking I was your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> chills <laughs> right and just that's, awesome. that's actually like such a nice uh reader testimonial if you can feel that from from someone's writing i actually think that's like one of the better compliments i've ever received on that book thank you oh <laughs> thank you because you feel like we were friends that's awesome yeah that was my I, intention <laughs> well that's you know and now being in not being in those shoes and writing a book now I think back to Spirit Junkie, and I'm like, I hope that when my book comes out, it holds someone the way that book held me during that time, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, but, a big, it's a big job to write a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the But, you know, one of the things I wanted to dive right in and talk to you about is that one of the things I really love about you is that you're super real, 
And you're also, you're, you're real in a lot of sense, a lot of, a lot of ways, but I also, I love the way you're real about your journey and about how it wasn't an overnight thing. And it was something that it was really, it was a journey. It was a path that took you years to really get to where you are right now. And, um, one of the things I feel like a lot of the people that are in my audience or a lot of the clients I speak with nowadays, um, they see a lot of the spiritual teachers and life coaches and all this. Now it's like a thing. And um, and they think it needs to happen overnight. It has to be, I decided I want to do this. And now, you know, and I really connected with you because from my own process as well, I know that it's not an overnight thing by any means. So I wanted you to share a little bit about that, about, you know, maybe the, the, the timeline and the overview of what that journey was like for you and and the kind of pivotal steps along the way that helps you kind of really rise up. Well, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. It's like, it's, it's still, it's still going on. The journey will never really end. And so, uh, I, I feel like even though I have, uh, a sense that there's a lot that's happened to get to where I am today, I feel there's a lot more happening mm-hmm. <laughs> like, every day. I'm like, really? This again? <laughs> so I think that there's a, there's a lot of truth in that, which is that this never really ends. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I did begin my, uh, career as a coach and an author and a speaker when, when there weren't a lot of people in our generation, well, really not no one really in our generation, uh, speaking publicly about this kind of work. And so it's really a thrill to me today to see so many people wanting to share empowering messages, share about their own personal transformation and so any of your viewers that are doing that, I am assuming that all of you are in your own unique ways. I just want to honor you and just say bravo. And this is just fantastic. And exactly what I was hoping for on my meditation pillow 10 years ago. And so I've been on this journey. I actually am really coming up on 10 years of my spiritual redirection and my sober path in a, in a, in a, about a little less about a week actually from tomorrow I celebrate um 10 years of sobriety so that's that's a big piece and that that turning point for me choosing to get sober choosing to reconnect with my spiritual roots and choosing a path that was uh elevated way of thinking and a different perception of the world was uh, a commitment that changed my life forever and and not only redirected my career path but more importantly redirected my personal growth and it's something that I am still growing and polishing and nurturing on a daily basis. And I will continue to forever. And as a result of being able to stay on this path and, and stay committed to this path, I can stay real about it and not, not really say like, okay, we've arrived. And I think that, so if anyone's out there thinking to just really answer your question, if they're thinking, okay, well, I'm going to get there overnight. Well, there's no there, first of all. <laughs> and cause when you get wherever you think you need to be, your, your ego will say, well, what's next? What's next? What's next? So get, let go of the idea that you're getting anywhere and just work on being where you are and genuinely enjoying and nurturing the moments of where you are. And that's, that's a great reminder. I got last night. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm constantly learning and growing and, and, and remembering uh, what is what is important to me. 
And it's, it's easy to get caught up in, in where you're going and what you want to achieve and what you want to accomplish. But the truth is when you let go of that, that's when everything starts to happen around you. I love that. And I think there must have been like a cosmic memo going around because I got a big wake-up call around that this weekend too about really just the journey is is it. You know, enjoy every step of the way. And I'm sure you can probably agree with this. Now, even looking back at where I was, you know, that girl that was in my bedroom watching your videos, you know, four years ago, there was something so beautiful in that, you know, that was so beautiful. And I think being in that space, where whatever part you're at, whether you're at the part where you're the girl in bed watching the videos trying to figure this all out, or you're at the point where you're doing your first speaking engagement or trying to set up a website, you know, just finding the beauty and the joy and the excitement in, in every part of the process because the process never stops. <laughs> yeah, I think about the time when I was the girl on my own apartment floor <laughs> reading whatever I was reading and finding my way. And I really, I really look back fondly on that time because I feel that that was uh, not only a really beautiful awakening, but also that time in my life was a really fun time. It was just really innocent and really open and receptive. And, and I just kept saying yes to whatever was presented to me. And it's, you, I don't know that you can ever really go back there. Uh, you, no. can, you can continue to say yes and you continue to find innocence, but I won't be the same as that. And so I, I, I remember that time very fondly. Yeah. I think, yeah, it, it's really, you know, I try to tell a lot of my clients that are in that space now because I do believe that it was somewhat of an advantage being in a, a condition where even when I like I kind of started thinking about it, it was really like you. I knew Marianne Williamson. I knew Wayne Dyer. You know, I knew a few people, but it wasn't like a real like it wasn't like a big thing, you know, and it was kind of a blessing in that innocence of being never really intentionally knowing where I was. You know, I actually was just talking to um, a friend about this, kind of like a blessing and not necessarily having the path all figured out, not really knowing like, where it was leading to, but just having that state of saying yes all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And part of that, what I wanted to ask you, because I feel like a lot of my audience also, I get this a lot from people, is was there ever a point during that path where you're like, either who am I to do this? Or is this, is this really going to work? Um, did you ever have any of those moments when you were, you know, I know you started off doing, you did like group coaching in your apartment. Um, was there ever a, a moment around any of that when you were kind of just like what seems like from the outside, just kind of going with the flow and like following what you felt was the next thing where you, you needed to. You know, the big voice, the big voice of uncertainty came up when I got my first book deal because I had a lot of certainty around, okay, I'm going to take this action. I'm going to do this. I'm going to put on a talk. I'm going to sell a book. Like I, I knew I was meant to be doing what I was doing and I was just saying yes and, and going and, and, and creating. And then when I sold the book, I was like, oh shit, because I had that voice of uncertainty saying, well, you, you don't know how to write. You have eighth grade English. You're not smart enough to write a book. And that was really loud. I almost, I almost didn't submit the book. I almost, you know, it's like, I can't do it. And, uh, and then in, in deep prayer, I, I asked for help and my inner guidance system said, call Chris Carr, who's one of my best friends. And, um, 
Chris said it was out with her first book. And I remembered her saying that she had hired a writing coach. And so I randomly called her and I said, remember you said you had a writing coach? Like, who is that? And, and she put me in touch with this woman, Bonnie B. And Bonnie ultimately taught me how to write a book. Uh, and I found my voice very quickly. So I think that the key to writing a book is to find your voice and then have somebody help you, you know, show you how to structure the bones of the book. And so Bonnie showed me how to structure the bones of the book. I found my voice fast and wrote Adam Writing to Your Life in four months. Wow. Which is the, the shortest book I've ever, you know, time frame for writing I've ever had. And uh, I, I, from that point forward, never looked back. Like it was, like, and then, and then, you know, for you to say that Spirit Junkie felt like you were talking to your best friend, I mean, that means everything to me because it means that I wrote in my voice. And so I gave up the idea that I had to be the most, the most perfect, uh, literary, uh, genius. And that I had to have, you know, like the most incredible vocabulary and the best grammar because I actually didn't, I really, all I needed was to just speak authentically through the, the writing and, and really let my, my speaking voice come through in the writing. Uh, but that was the time when I think I was most in doubt. Uh, but I busted through it quickly. Yeah. And I think that's a great, whether it's the book, I totally relate to the the book situation and being like, oh man, I wanted this so bad and now, now I have to really, you know, show up for it. And, um, but I feel like regardless of whether, where everybody's at, whatever their situation is, leaning back on your authenticity, leaning back on your own voice and trusting that your voice is perfect just as it is mm-hmm. and your story and the way you say it, the however you say it, is what's going to really touch your your tribe and your people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm going to kind of, this is like, I'm going to ask you two questions that are a little bit selfish because they're, they're totally things that I love. Um, but I really like thinking about, okay, so I'm all about how you become this expansive container to hold everything um, that you're that you're being of service for that you're showing up for in the world so you know now that you do have I think you're finishing or writing your next book and you're speaking and you have the spirit junkie master class and you have all these different things plus you have a husband you just got a house like life you know um, what what are the practices that you have that really help you kind of support yourself and support that energy you need to really show up for it all? Well, I'm relearning a lot of them at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Sleep is one. I didn't sleep very well last night and it really takes me out. So I'm going to clear my schedule in the afternoon and just sleep, you know, just try to, you know, get, get, get things off the, off the, off the calendar because uh, I'm totally not functioning when I don't sleep well. So that's one piece, uh, obviously daily prayer and meditation. And, uh, when I, especially if I haven't had enough sleep, meditation is the most rejuvenating thing that I can do. And so, uh, really staying committed to my, my meditation practice and I've recommitted in a really deep way lately. And it's been really beautiful and, and really just, just heartwarming to reconnect in that way. And, uh, really practicing everything I preach. And I, I don't all the time. You know, I woke up this morning exhausted and I was like, I'm not going to get through the day. I'm so tired and sleep at all. And I didn't even really wake up. I never really went to sleep because there's just been a lot on my mind. And I, you know, just want to go right to the dark side. So 
having your tools is not necessarily about being perfect with your tools. It's about how quickly you come back and how frequently you use your tools. And so I think that the, 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 the comeback rate is what I'm more interested in rather than, uh, how perfect I am. Yeah, no. And I love that. And that's something that I feel like everybody needs to hear and everybody needs to know like kind of what we were talking about before with there is no there when it comes to your career there I don't really feel like there is like a there in your spiritual journey either it's just just constantly working on that those tools and you know we're always gonna I always like to say we're always gonna be human you human stuff is gonna happen and you know I think it's a disservice to pretend like it doesn't you know, because it, that's like the coming back. And one of the things that I caught, uh, I caught an amazing Periscope of yours. Um, and I'm also, I love Periscope, but I caught this amazing Periscope of you and Jenny and it was fantastic. Uh, (laughs) I only wish that everybody could see it, but, um, but one of the things that is close to my heart, which I really, I was like, I was like in bed watching this. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy that she was getting like amped up about this. I can't wait for you to hear you talk more about it because my foundation, my spiritual path really started with my awareness around food first. That was my awakening was really learning how fueling my body affected everything, affected the clarity of my intuition, affected, you know, the amount of fear thoughts I even got. Um, so I know that you were talking about the candida diet and how, whether, you know, we want to put it in the context of the candida diet or just in general, how you were kind of figuring how different things have, have worked for you and your body. I would love for you to talk a little bit more about that and just how that experience has been. Yeah, I have, um, for two years now been on the candida diet, which is, um, the, the concept is to, uh, clear, clean your gut and clean out the overgrowth of yeast that we all have. Many of us have, most of us have in our gut. And, uh, and then the way that you do that is through, uh, starving the yeast. And and that would be through, uh, no sugar, no, no white flour, no, no yeast. (laughs) Really being mindful of the types of fermented foods that you have. Um, there's some really great fermented foods and then there's some that are not. Uh, and for me, it was eliminating a lot of things from my diet. And then the second year for me was also bringing a lot more back in that not necessarily bringing in sugar, bringing in yeast. Cause I've been off all that for two years. It was about bringing in more greens, bringing in more, uh, more, you know, better fats, bringing in more superfoods. So the first year I was like, I got to clean everything out. And I found myself kind of just like eating like rice cakes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I mean, I cook for myself very frequently, but when I would just be on the run, that on the run food wasn't very mindful. And so this past year I've been much more conscious of the 80, 20 and just trying to have m- 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 most of my meal be greens and, uh, and then obviously like choosing more and cooking for myself more and, um, getting really into it. And so it's, it's changed my life completely being on this, uh, on this path. And I'm, I, I, I mean, I think the biggest thing is that I travel so much. So I was getting sick all the time and I was blaming it on the travel. And then the second that I cleaned my gut and cleaned my system and boosted my immune system, I've traveled more now and haven't gotten sick. And I have no belief that I will because I just have a strong immune system that can 
go up and down with me wherever I am, I'm, you know, whatever plane I'm on. And if I didn't get a great night's sleep or whatever it is, I also um, really prescribe to supplements. <laughs> I love supplements. I take a lot of them. And maybe people would think that was not necessary because I think, yes, of course, you can get what you need from your food. But if you don't get your body back to the boosted place it needs to be, then your your body won't be able to absorb the nutrients from the food. So uh, I like supplements. What are, what are some of the your favorite supplements or perhaps supplements that you feel like you noticed a big shift with? Um, I take olive leaf every day. I take... Um, I love, I love oregano, C, D. Um, I take uh, quercetin, which is a really great um, vitamin for uh, inflammation. Uh, I take um, uh, milk thistle for the liver. I mean, like, I could literally... I love eat. it. I love it. <laughs> if I showed you my, that is my, my, my supplement cabinet, you might think it was a little crazy. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I, um, I'm a huge advocate for, I really believe that food is a technology in a similar way, like meditation, uh, you know, like Kundalini and like the way I see Kundalini yoga, the way I see, you know, essential oils or Reiki or all this stuff. I really feel like it's all technologies that can help us really tap in. And I know from my experience, once I cleaned up my diet or the difference between me when I'm like at home being able to cook my meals and and when I'm on the you know when I'm traveling and I you know I still like stick with my you know I don't do sugar and whatnot like that but it's definitely not as fresh as when I'm at home of course and I notice the difference right away yeah so and you have you have you also found that since you started doing the candida diet um has that affected your your intuition or your clarity of mind at all in addition to everything yeah well I think it just makes you sharper and definitely because when I do eat gluten I get brain fog right so uh not staying away from those foods has really helped me uh keep that that clarity of mind and stay sharp and also sustainable energy I think is the biggest piece is sustainable energy yes absolutely so, so thank you. That was my little, I was like, I'm so excited because that's something that uh, I'm a really big believer in, in supporting yourself. And I think food is, you know, sometimes an underrated uh, thing with that. People don't really realize how powerful it can be because, yeah. you know, when we kind of remove that stuff, it, it can help us tap in even, you know, even clearer in my experience. Um but one of the things that I definitely had to talk to you about is your Spirit Junkie Masterclass because when I first saw this coming out, I was like, oh my gosh. I, like, I'm old school, so I'm back in the day, like, God is my publicist, Gabby. <laughs> and I I remember I when I start, first started listening to God is my publicist, I did, like, everything. And, um, and that was so helpful for my business because... I really, when I first started my personal business, I didn't resonate with a lot of the business teachings out there because I didn't feel like it was connected to my spirituality. I didn't feel like that integration and therefore I wasn't, 
I wasn't just feeling aligned with a lot of the information out there. So I was so excited when I, you know, found out that you had God. It was my publicist back in the day. And um, and that was so helpful. And then once I saw you coming out with the Spirit Junkie Masterclass, so excited because I feel like this is, you know, this is like the grad school for <laughs> the next generation of of spiritual leaders or just light workers. Well, you on that? That was awesome. <laughs> yes, do it. <laughs> this is the grad school. <laughs> um, you know, and and I love that. And now it's going to be available online, so even better. Um, so for people that couldn't make it to an in-person, they can do it online, but I just want to hear cuz so what happened? When did you kind of get this like memo from the universe that this is what you, this was the next level? Um, almost three years ago, I was in my uh, yoga teacher training, my Kundalini yoga teacher training. And I heard Yogi Bhajan um, in a video say, I'm not here to create disciples. I'm here to create teachers. And I got a really big spiritual smackdown. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so I said, I said, yeah, that, that sounds right very quickly I started taking notes and getting clear about what I wanted to share and also getting clear about the fact that there were so many young women and men like you and I really made it for you and and, and for the the thousands of seekers who have turned teachers that are of our generation and and, and younger and, and even generations above us that have made the commitment to to take their own spiritual path and turn it into a uh, commitment for their life, whether it be through their career, whether it be through uh, just living it and being it, that is is something that I've been obviously the witness of in the past 10 years. So I felt very responsible for sharing what I have been practicing and my best practices and my uh, inspiration that has been moving through me for 10 years to bring forth these messages in an authentic way. My primary intention for the masterclass was to give people the confidence to rise up and step out and do the work that they feel called to do. And I am so proud to say that that has been accomplished. All of our alumni, we're almost at a thousand alumni in just a year of having the training out. All of our alumni, whether they were in person or online, all come back saying that Thing I was talking about doing for 10 years, I'm now doing that job that wasn't serving me. I've left the, the spiritual principles that I wanted to bring to my existing job. I'm bringing them there. Uh, that, that mission that I feel like I needed to show up for is now moving through me. So that it worked. <laughs> it worked. And I often say that it was, the, it's the best use of me because I'm most excited and most inspired when I'm doing these trainings. I got a lot of requests to bring it online because we were doing them live in New York. I am going to continue to do them live in New York, but it's small. I only put a few hundred people in the room at, at one time, and I just want to hold that. I don't think I'm ever going to, I don't know, I say ever, but I think <laughs> there's something nice about the intimacy of that group. The live events were really well received, and people kept saying, I want to, I want to do it, but I couldn't come to New York, or I'm in New Zealand, or wherever they were in the world, and we brought it online. And a lot, the thing that's super cool about the online is I keep meeting all these people that have gone through the online course and they're saying that they, that their reactions are the same as the reactions of the people that were in the room because we took the live videos and put them into a eight module course. So they have a live experience, even though they're in their own home. 
And in many cases, the, the digital is even better because they've gotten videos from 2014 and 2015, and then they'll get videos from 16. And I'll keep bringing in more and more content and more and more experts. So they're going to get more content than you would if you were at the live event. That's amazing. And I love it personally. I have been watching the videos and I love it just because I'm I'm the kind of junkie and I feel like a lot of other people that are listening are too, where I of course I, I did the whole thing in a day. <laughs> I like it was perfect because I'm packing. I'm moving to California, so I was like, "This is perfect," um, this, you know. And it was so inspiring, and I, you know, I was like taking notes and whatnot. But it's also really beautiful because I feel like we all have those times in our life where you just need like a little extra, you know, a little extra oomph. And it's you know, we all have those nights where like you know what, I'm I'm kind of fried or or whatnot, and I just need you know to be you know to be kind of reminded. You know, or that little extra push. So I think that's a really beautiful gift of the digital program, too. Yeah. You can tune into it anytime. Yeah. And and you also have, right now, there are uh, free videos going on. So for anyone that is feeling a little, like, inkling in their soul right now that this is something that would interest them, you're giving away these three really incredible videos that already, I think... You know, just the first one talking about really owning your story and kind of stepping up. I feel like there's a lot of, um, a lot you can learn just from, just from watching the free video series. Yeah. 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 The free videos give people a lot. And the first video is all about, they're training videos. And the first video is all about owning your voice and owning the confidence to accept that you have a message to share. And then the second video is for folks that feel like they want to bring these spiritual principles into their career and, and really busting the myth that it's not spiritual to earn for your great work. So I really, I really dive deep into that one. And then the third video is going to be probably one of your favorites because it's, it's, you know, really manifesting media for your message and getting the word out there and allowing people to know that these principles are really important and timely and being unapologetic about carrying the message. And I am a living testament that that works <laughs> because literally people ask me, my favorite question is when people are like, who's your publicist? <laughs> and I was like, the universe, God. <laughs> um, I've gotten all sorts of amazing media, media placement through your advice and through actually just putting those tools in to action. And, um, you know, I'm sure the day will come when I will start reaching out, but it hasn't yet. And I've been going, going pretty strong on, you know, on just connecting with the universe for that. But I do want to give, I want to give everyone kind of like a sneak peek, um, on talking a little bit about prosperity because I, I've been picking a goddess card. I decided I would pick a goddess card for the interviews and, the one, of course, I got for you was prosperity, and I can't even pronounce this one. It's like abundant chia, <laughs> pretty much like the goddess of abundance, I think. Abundantia. <laughs> right? <laughs> it says, yeah, the universe is pouring its abundance out to you. Be open to receiving. So I think that that's something... Um, that's a nice card, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a good one. We'll take it. <laughs> um that I think that's something that a lot of people like kind of struggle with. And the one thing I love um, about your message is that you're always like, be unapologetic about your earning capacity. And so, what would you what would you say to someone that perhaps is 
in a place where they're not, they don't come from necessarily like a family that had a lot of money. They might not be financially, they might be in a financial tight spot right now. And, um, and they're really thinking of, you know, whether, whether it's, the, you know, can I really afford to invest in a course like Spirit Junkie Masterclass? Or it's something like, can I really make money following this path? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I'm totally self-made. Everything I've done has been 1000% self-funded and self-made. I did grow up with a lot of lack mentality in my home, uh, in, in an environment where money was always an issue. And when I was 21, I decided to, to have a quantum shift around mm-hmm. that. I really just decided. I did. I, I, I learned that I could make money. I was, I was actually promoting parties at the time in New York City. And I knew I made $1,000 cash in one night. Mm-hmm. I just said, wow, I know I can. I, what that was to me was, oh, I can earn. I know I can earn. And so I never turned my back on that belief system from that day forward that quantum shift changed everything for me because I decided I made a commitment to not take my family's lack mentality with me into my own future. And I chose to redirect the story of my life. And I also have followed a career path based on passion and inspiration and service. And I believe that when you do anything with that's backed with passion, inspiration and service, it will be rewarded greatly. So there's a few elements that went into that shift for me. One was deciding I wasn't going to be that way, making that decision, committing to it, following the career path of passion, inspiration, and service, and just staying committed to having fun. I think that when you're doing things that are joyful, they are really supported by the energy within you and around you. So if you're just trying to find new creative possibilities for earning at this time, lean towards what is joyful for you. And a lot of inspiration will guide you in the next right action in the next direction. When you are joyful, when you bring your presence of peace and happiness and and joy and light to the world, people want to hire you. They want to give you a raise. They want to be your, they want, they want, they want you to be their coach or their speaker or whatever. And it it becomes overwhelming. What, what can come to you? I, I love that. I think that's so important. And um, as part of, I'm so excited to announce that you guys, that me and Gabby are actually kind of partnering in a way on this Spirit Junkie Masterclass. So when you, if you sign up to join the class through my link, I'm going to be offering you guys some bonus videos on personal videos that I just thought were really helpful. And one of the ones that I want that I'm doing is talking about busting through my money blocks because that was I totally relate to that, and it was kind of a similar experience of kind of realizing, okay, so this is what I grew up with. This is the mentality and I'm done with it and I'm ready to have a shift in it. I just got to the point where I was so ready to have a shift in it. Um, and then, like you said, I, I, I think that's perfect. When you really follow your joy and when you follow what lights you up, you can honestly be blown away by the amount of abundance that that will flow to you, but it's it's first like you have to take that step and you have to take that leap to really following through on it. Yeah, any change is going to require your commitment and your desire, a deep desire to change. Yeah, and so just so you guys know, some of the other videos that I'm going to be doing, um, I'm going to talk a little bit also about uh, social media 
and how I've kind of, you know, used social media to spread my message and, and kind of how I believe in using it in a really authentic way um, to help communicate as well as, um, you know, how to get clear on attracting clients. And I remember, Gabby, actually, one of the things that really helped shift me around that was you talking about um, really that visualization of being able to see the girl on the subway reading Spirit Junkie and really get clear on, on who you were here to serve. Yeah, knowing who you want to call in is very crucial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last one I'm going to do is just a little bit what we talked about with the supporting your success, you know, or, you know, I say success, but, you know, supporting your journey, you know, wherever you're at, I think it's always important, you know, it only gets, you know, kind of like Gabby was saying before, and and I'll say too, once you open that floodgate, like, it's, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty unbelievable and, and amazing what will start flowing. And it's really important for you to take care of yourself um, during that time so you can show up for everything. So I'll include the links below to, um, to everything so you can check it all out, read it through, um, sign up for the free video series if you want to check out the videos first, of course. Um, but, but let's just, let's kick it off with you just telling us a little bit about what, what is your most expansive life look like right now and what's letting you up the most at the moment? What's, what's holding me up from that or? Well, no, 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 no. What, what's your most expansive? Oh, what's lighting me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So my vision of my most expansive life would be just in my house in the country, (laughs) uh, cooking, writing, and just enjoying being in stillness and nature. That is what I want as often as I can get it. Yes. Uh, the most, what's lighting me up the most right now is being in nature, actually. I've had so much time in New York City, and this year just bought this home in the country, and it's so special for me to be able to go there and be in nature and just be hiking and swimming and just not be in a concrete jungle. (laughs) Oh, I can resonate. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate New York City, but it's nice to be able to get away. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time for this interview. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I really hope that anybody who's inspired to take on the Spirit Junkie Masterclass um, follows through and, and really checks it out because, you know, like I, like I say again, it's something that I wish I could have given to myself years ago um, on my path. And it's such a beautiful thing to be offered. And regardless of where you are on your journey, um, you know, just keep following what I love that. Just keep following what's fun. Keep following what's lighting you up and, and trust that when you're really following your heart in that place, you'll be led to the perfect teachers and the perfect programs and the perfect things you need to figure out all the logistics. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Have a great week. And thanks for what, thanks for watching and listening to the Lightmaker podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Sandra.